Hello, hello, and welcome to the Podcasters Podcast. Did you forget the name of our show? No, I went to say welcome back, but then I realised if it's a new listener, that doesn't make sense. Welcome and welcome back. Yeah. Welcome, optional back. Um. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what are we worse. talking about? We're talking about scrappy marketing tactics, so the sort of stuff that works, will grow your show, but is a bit unorthodox and probably takes a bit more legwork than just reposting clips to your social media. Yeah, it's not as sexy as like... YouTube and social media. Yeah, yeah. How to grow your show by a million followers in less than 30 days. Or how to steadily grow your show by putting in loads of effort. Which one do you want? Right to <laughs> I'm sold. Right, number one. DMs. Absolutely. And this is especially massive when you're launching a show. I was just speaking mm. to one of our clients about to launch and saying like, there's so much you can do with DMs. There's so many different ways you can approach it. But I like to basically just Message everyone who engages with your post talking about your show. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm going to put the effort into it and be like, hey, you like this, um, here's the link. <laughs> anyone you're connected with that's within your industry. So, yeah. you know, we work with know, over 10 property shows because of Progressive. Anyone that's connected with you, in, let's say for those property ones, like anyone that's in your mastermind, anyone that you've, um, your solicitors, your mortgage brokers, your investors, other people that you know that invest in property, you know, other people that you're constantly messaging on WhatsApp or Facebook or Instagram that you know is interested in that space. Like, just DM all of them. Hey, I'm launching this podcast. Or even once you're live, you go, oh, I've just released this episode about such and such. I think you might like it. Here you go. Because when you post on social media, people don't think it's for them. Just because it's public, people don't think it's for them mm. but if you dm me or text me it's like oh you were thinking about me that's quite nice people like to know when you're thinking about them especially if it's your direct network as well and then if you're just messaging someone like hey can you do me a favor and just follow the show or leave me a review if you put it on your post people can ignore it if you message yeah. them and they ignore it they're a dickhead yeah so it's easier to get them to do things it, wow it's um <laughs> th- this is one of the big legwork things it when go back and listen to our launch episodes if you haven't launched your show mm-hmm. we go into detail about this the six stage launch system about getting a number one um, maybe we should by the way re do that episode again soon just with some a few new things that we've learned over the past year um okay because it's such an important episode and we link it in every episode how to launch but then we can just have a new up-to-date one cool carry on Will do. Um, so it it takes a lot of effort and people normally complain that, you know, they have to set aside a few hours, but you could outsource it to a VA. I wouldn't use an automated system because you might get your account banned or something. I would just send the DMs. Mm. Just send a lot of DMs or messages or emails saying, just thinking of you, just recorded this episode. I thought you might like it. Check it out, right? Mm. Not hard. In a similar vein, I thought about it because I said about the property people. A lot of property people do these networking events and they go to all these different events. Like in-person marketing works so well mm-hmm. because most people don't do in-person marketing anymore. If you're at an event within your industry, so we talk about Kenneth Thomas, got Coffee 101. He would, when he launched his podcast, it got to number one because he was at a coffee roasting championship the same day that he launched his show. So you can just go around to everyone saying, oh, you're into coffee. I've got a podcast all about coffee. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, that's every single person there is his ideal listener. 
and most people doing the, the social program and it kind of has that same all of these ideas that we're talking about really have the same underlying ingredient I suppose of what makes it work which is it feels personal mm. because if I DM you or I'm at an event and I see you and go oh you might like this again you look like a knob if you go no thanks <laughs> you might not you might go oh great and never listen to it but mm. There'll be a good portion of people that will. And if you're all within the same industry, you're all interested in the same thing, and that's what the podcast is about, it's a very small leap for people just to open up their phone, hit download, follow, listen later, or even just listen to it there and then. So any time you are at an event, or if you don't really go to events, make an effort to within your industry, because you will get downloads like same day, like new listeners, same day, and mm. a good influx of them. That one's a bit different to the first one because the first one takes a lot of legwork, but a VA can do it. That one you have to put in the effort yeah. yourself. Exactly. But it doesn't massively feel like it because if you're one of these people that go to these events anyway, and perhaps you go to a mastermind or a course or you know, a, a trade show or whatever, and you're already going there, then it's just weaving it into the conversation. Mm. Now, an elevated version of that is speaking at events, a virtual or in person. Anytime I speak at an event, we get a bump. Anytime our clients who are sort of on the speaking circuit speak, they get a bump because you reference it, you talk about it. And if you did delivered a good talk, people will check it out. And because you're on a stage, there's some sort of air of authority, right? For whatever reason there, because you're six inches above everyone else. And then they're like, oh, okay, yes. If, if I want to be like that person, then I'll listen to the podcast and, you know, maybe I can yeah, you know, I, be like them. I'm just thinking... You definitely need a QR code next time you speak on stage and just refuse to carry on talking until everyone in the show is followed. hundred percent right. we should do that. Also, are you following the show? Are you following the show? We'll, I hope so. We'll wait. We've got <laughs> nowhere to be just well, actually I kinda of wanna have lunch. They don't know that. <laughs> Follow the show. Alright, anyway. So um <laughs> recap so far. DMs. If you're at events, if you're speaking at events, and by the way, if your show's already live, especially if it's educational or how-to-ish, you will be asked to speak at events at some point. Once you're live, you're delivering good content. If you're a competent speaker on your podcast and you feel confident and you can string a sentence together, unlike mm -hmm. us two, you will be asked to speak at events because that is how a lot of booking managers and event managers find speakers for these industry events is just go to podcasts because it's the quickest way for them to do their job. Right. So that's a, a good way that a lot of our clients monetize their show. Wash up there, plug the shit out of your podcast. Giveaways is another one. Now, again, this is speaking to people one-on-one, um, -on -one, but it's just incentivizing them to take action. Now, because if I say, do you want to listen to my podcast? You might say no, you're a knob. You might say yes and then not do it. This is Fine. one you can combine, right? So you combine exactly. this with DM campaigns, you combine this with doing something in person. This is one that is a bit, again, it's different to the other ones. One you can outsource to a VA, one you have to do yourself. This one incorpor incorporates all of it into yeah. one. It, it, it's like doing the other things on steroids. It's just going to make more people do the action you want them to do. If you can't be asked, yeah, if you can't be asked to market all the time, just do it really intense for a little while and do a giveaway. And then it's just... Yeah. Every three months, every six months, something like that. Excuse me. <coughs> bless you. <coughs> no, doing it twice is just childish. Grow up. Please say bless you. Bless you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought about it. Yeah. That's polite. Um, polite. 
Around the turntables. He's <laughs> <laughs> now having a drink. Out of pure embarrassment, you're going red. The aggressive things. <laughs> oh. My nose is on fire. <laughs> what? It's okay. what have you been putting up there, bro? <laughs> Can't afford that, son. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, giveaways will be the steroids, be the catalyst. It'll improve the other things we've got. At least he's not checking his notes. Hey, you can do this on solo episodes. Coming back, by the way, after not recording for a few weeks, I'm feeling rusty. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. It's hot. It? It's really hot in this room as well. <laughs> got no, this studio, by the way, it's, got, it's surrounded by a building. It's in the middle of our building. It's got no windows. <laughs> it's got like three cameras that love to overheat, a bunch of lights on it. <laughs> it's just like, Nice. And we can't turn the aircon on because it ruins the sound. Love it. What's next? Um, All right, final one. This is the scrappiest of scrap. This is hard work, but does work well. And it's actually the thing that I did in conjunction with DMs when we launched the podcast, which is answering people's questions online. Now, a lot of Facebook groups or or, um, subreddits, you can't pitch. So I used to say that this show was a useful resource for me, even though Mm. it was mine. And, you know, a person asks a question, I'd be like, oh, I listened to a podcast about it. I think it's called this, you know. Um, Just before your face was on the artwork. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, my face wasn't on the artwork. Smart. Um, but obviously the moderators of those Facebook groups aren't going to, because I didn't link it. No. So they weren't like looking, well, go search it, go see if mm-hmm. my face correlated. Like no one's going to do that. Uh, but no, my face wasn't on the artwork when we launched. Um, so if somebody's, there's, a ton of communities that already exist for your audience. So what I normally do is go to ChatGPT, Google Bard, and say, show me all the subreddits, show me all the Facebook groups. Now, sometimes it gets it wrong and it shows you closed ones, but whatever. It takes a lot of the work out of it. If you go to Facebook, sorry, if you go to Google Bard, B-A-R-D, their version of ChatGPT and say, show me the 25 largest Facebook groups about starting a podcast. Show me how many members they've got. Great. Then you can go can link and things like that. So you just go to those Facebook groups, see what questions they've got. If you can answer the questions, reply to it. And then if the Facebook group allows you to plug your podcast and shellings, great, do it. If it doesn't, then you can sort of go around a little bit and be like, oh, I listened to this podcast. It sort of is, is helpful. Check it out. Or you can keep replying to those comments become a big member of that community. If you do this in a couple of subreddits, a couple of LinkedIn groups, a couple of Facebook groups, you don't need to be in all of them, just the main ones that are really active. Answer lots of questions and then you can start DMing people or people Mm -hmm. will start coming to you. Or maybe you can speak to the moderator and say, can I share my link and I'll share your Facebook group and my podcast and we'll do a like for like, right? Mm -hmm. So you can cross pollinate and cross promote. But it takes a lot of effort. You need to build a lot of goodwill. You can't. The mistake people make is they join a Facebook group and they just start pitching stuff immediately. It's like nobody knows who you are and now nobody cares because all you want is take and you don't want to give. So go into these subreddits, LinkedIn groups, Facebook groups and just answer questions, provide value, share articles that you think are you know valuable to people and just post in it a few times a week, every week and answer people's questions and send some DMs and send them the link to the podcast and you will grow it because these Facebook groups are massive. If you've got 10, 20, 30,000 people in the Facebook group or LinkedIn group within your industry and you're one of the top contributors and you're posting every 
other day, you're answering questions, you know, every so often. Like, it's not going to be long till people come over and go, oh, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. 100%. It's, it's another one that you can combine, like you said. What could be great is spending a few weeks, a few months in a community, in, in these groups, talking with people, positioning yourself, and then doing a relaunch or doing mm. a giveaway. Be like, hey, I'm actually doing a massive giveaway on my podcast. If any of you want to be a part of it, then just drop me, drop it a follow. Um, or DMing people. DM campaigns along with communities, I feel like it's really smart. But yeah, it really well. there are so many of these you can combine to create effortful marketing on steroids. Effortful. Effortful. Not effortless. I was going to say effortless and I went <laughs> effort more. Effort more. <laughs> yes. Effort more. Right. Um, yeah, there's a few of these you can combine to make them more effective, right? Because at the end of the day, some a lot of the people, especially that we work with, work with us because they don't want to do all the shit. Mm. And like you say, you can get a VA to message people, but some of that you have to do yourself, right? So... For them, it's easier to dedicate a week to doing it every few months than it is to constantly be DMing people, constantly be com communicating in communities. Mm. So even if you can't do it all the time, link in a giveaway with basically everything we've spoke about, do it all at once and just go absolutely ham on it for well, yeah, a week. It's free marketing. We say this about podcasting a lot. Really, to have a successful podcast, you need money or time. Mm-hmm. Ideally both. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. But let's be fair. Most people don't. Yeah. So <laughs> do these things along with doing the video version and posting the clips daily. Mm. Going on other people's podcasts. There's another one, actually. If you can go on another people's podcast, another person's podcast once or twice a week, that is scrappy, right? It takes effort. You need to reach out to those people. You need to make sure they're a good show. You need to spend the hour on there. But that's going to be an asset that lives on their show, which is going to continually get people to come to yours. They're going to create clips. They're going to post it and tap into their network. You can post that so you get more content. Scrappy, but it's important. DM campaigns, relaunches, being active into communities, doing your clips onto social media, going onto YouTube, transcribing it, and maybe doing a newsletter or a blog, right? Combining all these things, they're all free. Now, you can pay for great guests. You can pay to sponsor other people's podcasts. You can pay for PR and ads, you know, and it'll be quicker. Mm -hmm. Ideally, you do all of the above and you'd be surprised how quickly you can grow. We don't do that. No. But, you know, most people won't. But really, you've got to look at free, effort, and scrappy, paid, much quicker, much more expensive. There but are your options. Effort as well. Yeah. Effortful or effortless? Effort more. Effort more. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.